Hi everyone, welcome to Organicopia, the total organic experience. I am Chef Molly Bravo and you are at my beautiful house in the Santa Cruz Mountains. We have such an exciting show for you today. I am going to introduce you to Start Organic, the amazing people that built this beautiful garden landscape for me. I'm going to be making them a panzanella salad with cherry tomatoes, red onion, herbs, asparagus, sweet peas. We're going to finish it off with a basil and pea bisque with sauteed mushrooms. It's all vegan just for them. It's all happening right here today on Organicopia in my beautiful homestead in the Santa Cruz Mountains. Let's go meet Start Organic. Hey fellas, what are you guys doing? Finishing up plants in the garden here. Awesome, I love it, it looks so good. Yeah. Show me what you guys have done. All right, well, when we got started, we took all the soil out of here and we put in a galvanized gopher wire protection to make sure that the gophers don't steal everything we planted. Awesome. We did some soil amendments, we did an automatic irrigation system, and then we planted the plants from your list. Oh, thank you! Yeah, this bed here is tomatoes and basil. And cool. And we're filling in some of the gaps with some beets. Awesome. I love juicing, so that is so perfect. Right on. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so you guys put in gopher wire, and you put in this, this is called the drip system, right? Yep. So what will that help me with, just so I don't have to be out here watering every day? Yeah, this will cool. make it so you can really visit the garden maybe twice a week and still get some harvest. Nice. Otherwise, you'd want to be out here with a watering can, especially when you seed, watering every morning. So, so when you're seeding, what am I going to have to do with that? How will I know that, how, first of all, how do I know what to do if I can't see the seeds? Will they just come up on their own because of this drip system? Well, you know, a beet seed might take 10 days to show up. Okay. And after 10 days, you know, between 10 days and two weeks, you'll want to come back and take a look. You'll start to see little babies popping up. Nice. And, and that's when you do some thinning. So you actually want to make sure that they're four inches apart. Okay. Right? And if they don't show up, then you just come back out and do another round of seed. Cool. Right? And the drip system will make it so they have adequate water when they need it. And I do not need to water with the strip system. You shouldn't need to water if you know if it's feeling a little bit dry for some reason. You can always come out. You can use your timer and turn it on manually, and then you don't need to really be out here with a watering can. Okay, yeah. awesome. So I just have one more question. I love what you guys have done. I see all these beautiful herbs, which I use tons of all the time. Um, but if I want to come in and add some more vegetables and herbs. Is there a difference between like what I should plant in the shade versus what I should plant in the sun? Definitely. Because I know for a fact that these two areas over here get way more shade. Okay. 
Um, in the summertime, it's important to put salad greens in the shade. Right? Okay. They really can't handle that intense heat. So uh, lettuce, spinach, arugula, you could do chard, and there's a little bit of kale planted along oh, that good. back edge over there. Cool. Um, but if you wanted to fill in more salad greens, the shade is your place. Okay. Um, things like basil, tomatoes, hot peppers, cucumbers, they want that full sun, eight hours if you can get it. Awesome. So we've put all your full sun crops out here where the sun hits all day, and we've left some room in the shade, so if you want to fill those in. Good stuff. So about harvesting, I mean, I feel like I kind of know what I'm doing. As you guys know, I'm about to have a baby, and gardening is something that I love to do. But let for people that might not know, harvesting. For things that you're planting now, because it's spring, when are we gonna, when am I gonna be pulling this stuff out of the ground? How do I know when it's done? Obviously, like zucchinis and stuff, they get gigantic and then they're no good to eat. They're just super tough, but do you have a general timeline? Well, most of the stuff you'll see, you're a chef, so you know when something looks like it's ready. Yeah. So you'll see a beet start to get about the size that you see in the store. You'll see tomatoes, a little bit soft, not too hard. Um, we have lots of different varieties of heirloom tomatoes here. Cool. So they may look a little different. And don't be surprised if maybe one of them is green and it's actually ripe. So oh. the softness is actually something that you feel for. Um, but most of the stuff standard, you've got your basil, you've got your... Um, beets and radishes, you'll know what those look like. You'll yeah. See shoulders popping up out of the ground, and we're here to help too. Cool. Awesome. So, can I ask you guys one more question? Let's say we have like beets and carrots and stuff that are under the ground, and so you can't necessarily tell if they're ready or not. How do you know? How can you tell? Good question. You can when tell, to pull up. Um, like a carrot, you can tell sometimes by the size of the greens, so you'll see the greens on top. Yeah. Sometimes the greens are as big as the carrot underneath, but the best way is you sort of can tell by the shoulders. Like imagine the carrots here in the ground, you've got greens about this tall. Right. If you can just unearth the shoulders of the carrot, you'll see how wide the carrot top is. Oh, I love and then that. You, then you can pull them out. Okay. And it works the same with uh, beets and even uh, like onions. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Gosh, thank you guys. I cannot wait to indulge in all of this. Oh, you're going to have some big harvest this year. Yeah, that'll be great. So, you guys, you have all my planting done, which I love. This makes it so easy, and thank you for doing all of that. And now I don't have to worry about deer proofing, because you have all that. Right. So, that's we're safe there. The gophers, that's what I'm really concerned about. I know that you guys did... Um, like gopher proofing or whatever, but I just remember last year I did my entire garden and those little guys got down there and ate all of my produce. Like yeah. it was all for naught. Oh, and they'll wait until everything's just perfect. Yeah. And then they'll just grab it. I everything. know, they're such rascals. So I'm good to go with the gopher proofing. Like what did you guys do for that? That was a lot of work. We. In your case, you already had the beds made and they were filled with soils. So we hollowed out all the soil from all these beds. We put a gopher wire down underneath the bed, underground. At least, you want to give at least eight or nine inches so, you, yeah. so the roots of the plants just start to grow. As long as they can't really take that root ball, the main root, yeah. then the plant will survive even if they nibble off the lowest roots. I uh, love so the that. Idea is you kind of made like a little bathtub or gopher proof area out of each one of these beds. 
Cool. Uh, and you're being rural out here, you've got pests of all different kinds, right? So you've yeah. got that gambit. You've got the underground rodents, you've got above ground rodents and birds, and you've got deer. Uh, some people in the city don't need to worry about that, but being out here, you really have you have problems across the board. So we want to make sure we are deer proofed, right? Deer fencing Love around the whole that. property. Yes. Go for protection underneath. And you got your kitty cat to help you with some of the above ground or Perfect. above ground squirrels and stuff too. Cool. Yeah. I love this. Well, I want to thank you guys for doing this. Of so I know that um, you're probably hungry and I have started to make a really delicious lunch for you. We have a sweet pea bisque with a wild mushroom saute and we also have a really nice panzanella salad with asparagus, peas, cherry tomatoes, fresh herbs. So I would love to make you guys lunch to say thank you. We would love that. Let's do it. Awesome. Right on. So you guys, let's get started and let's get cooking. I cannot wait for you guys to try these recipes. Hi, I'm Todd Allen Lowe of Allen's Pantry. I am the star of the show, Allen's Pantry, where we make healthy, delicious, and nutritious food for your family and friends in a snap. You can do it. We are back in the Organicopia kitchen getting ready to prepare a delicious summery meal for Start Organic. We have a panzanella salad, with asparagus, peas, some summer tomatoes, and fresh herbs. And we have a sweet pea bisque with sauteed wild mushrooms. Let's get started. We are going to start with some crusty leftover sourdough baguette that we are gonna turn into croutons. We're cutting these into one inch cubes. We're gonna put them on a sheet tray douse them in a little bit of olive oil, salt and pepper. Oops, don't cut your fingers off. And we're gonna bake these at 350 for eight to 10 minutes. They won't require a lot of cooking time because as you can see, this bread is already nice and crusty and we just want them to crunch up a little bit so when we put the salad dressing on them, they don't get soggy. We have about a cup and a half of our crouton mixture. And we are going to add just a splash of olive oil. A little salt. And some pepper. Fresh cracked pepper is always best. We're gonna give these a little Shimmy shake, pop them in the oven, and meanwhile, I am going to start sauteing my asparagus. So my croutons are in the oven. I'm going to drop my asparagus in the water to steam for about three to five minutes. And now we are ready to start our salad. So, a panzanella salad. It's basically a bread salad. Traditionally, it's used with nice old crusty bread. You make some homemade croutons and you can add whatever you want to the salad. In this case, we're gonna be adding some steamed asparagus that I left in the water for three to five minutes. 
I leave the rubber bands on because it's very easy to pull the asparagus out of the water and not burn your fingers and you don't have to strain anything. So let's get started with the salad. I have some celery, fresh herbs, a red onion, and a couple cloves of garlic with some fresh peas. These peas were actually frozen and I've already blanched them in some salt water. So I'm going to add these to my bowl. I am going to add two stalks of celery. This celery I'm cutting into thirds and then I'm going to dice it into maybe quarter inch chunks. doesn't have to be a perfect chop, it's a rough chop. A panzanella salad is traditionally a very rustic salad. It's perfect for summertime. It's light and it's crunchy and it's flavorful and you can let it marinate in the refrigerator. Now we're going to add some fresh herbs. So I just picked some herbs out of my garden. I have some basil here, some cilantro, and some fresh parsley. What I'm going to do is I'm going to tuck these around like so, make a little bundle. And we're going to give these a nice rough chop. Throw these in the bowl as well. And now we're going to go for our onion. This is a red onion. A red onion is much sweeter and much more mild than a traditional yellow onion. And we are going to cut these into a small dice. For those of you that have seen my other episodes, I've shown you how to cut an onion, but I'm going to show you just one more time. So this is what I learned in culinary school. It's a little trick. It's called planks, sticks, cubes, okay? And it'll turn out perfect every time. No need to go fast. <sighs> so we are going to go planks, sticks, always keeping your fingers curled, cubes. Perfect. How much do you guys love that? Alrighty, and now we're going to do it one more time with this other half of an onion. This is a relatively small onion, so I'm only using one, but if it were large, you could use half an onion if you'd like. Planks, sticks, cubes. Perfect. Alrighty, so all of this goes in the bowl, a nice rough chop on all these beautiful vegetables. We are going to add in about a cup of cherry tomatoes. I'm going to slice these in half. I just think it looks prettier when you actually cut them instead of leaving them whole. These are really nice heirloom cherry tomatoes that I got from Whole Foods. They were ready in my garden. Believe me, I would be picking them straight out of my garden, but it is a little early for that. 
All right, so I have all my cherry tomatoes cut up. I'm gonna go over and grab the steamed asparagus and our croutons out of the oven. But first, let's make that dressing. I have a nice bowl right here. You're gonna make a very simple vinaigrette and there's no olive oil involved, so it's super low fat. We have some Dijon mustard. I'm gonna add about two tablespoons. One, two. I'm gonna add a splash of red wine vinegar. You can also use balsamic or rice wine vinegar. And I'm gonna add a touch of honey. This is what is gonna emulsify your vinaigrette. So it allows you to not use added oil and it'll make your dressing nice and thick. We are gonna add, oh, like two tablespoons, however sweet you like your dressing. You can also use sugar or brown sugar, sugar if you prefer. And we're gonna add some salt and pepper. Nice little dose of salt. Some fresh cracked pepper. And to finish it off, I am going to chop up two cloves of garlic. I mash it, chop it, mince it. There we go. Let's drop that in and give it a little stir. Now that our dressing is done, I'm gonna go grab the asparagus and our croutons and we're gonna throw this whole salad together. And very quickly, we're gonna make a vegan sweet pea and basil bisque with wild mushroom saute. So we are on to our sweet pea basil bisque and a wild mushroom saute. I love this dish. It's vegan, it's cold, it's very simple, it's very fast. When I'm entertaining or doing catering, I love to make this in large batches, throw it in the fridge, and I have it ready for all of my guests. So let's get started. We are going to start by sauteing some red onion and garlic and throwing in our wild mushrooms. We're gonna use half a red onion, two cloves of garlic. We're gonna do a rough chop on both. There we go. And two cloves of garlic, we're gonna mash them, chop them, mince them. 
and we are gonna use some really beautiful wild mushrooms. So with mushrooms, you do not need to rinse them. They're kind of like sponges. So if you were to run these underwater, they would just soak up all of the excess liquid, which is not what we want. These look nice and clean, but if they were dirty, you would take a wet paper towel and you would just wipe off the dirt. Okay, so we're gonna just cut these in half because they're a little large. And we are ready to start sauteing. We're gonna saute these for about five minutes and meanwhile, I'm gonna get started on my sweet pea and basil bisque. Sasha Rock Moretsky of Sasha's Guilt-Free Pleasures. And in the winter time, it's really important to do take the extra steps we can do to feel good. And one of the best things is to get enough exercise. This helps our body feel healthy and our brains because we're stimulating our natural feel-good chemicals. So exercise at least five times a week and try to get a good mix of strength training, flexibility training, and aerobic exercise. And what's even more important than exercise is to get good nutrition. You can do this through eating whole foods from as local to and close to the source as possible. If you live in a winter climate, you might be able to find local greenhouse growers who still grow vegetables year round. Alright you guys, so sweet pea and basil bisque. Do you know how much I love this recipe? It's super fast, it's summery, it's bright, it's healthy, it's vegan. You can't really go wrong. I am grating up the zest of one lemon. This is my favorite tool in the kitchen. This is called a microplane. So I have the zest of one lemon. I'm going to put this in my Vitamix. I am then going to juice one lemon and two limes. I like to use a little lime juicer because it avoids all of the seeds getting into your, uh, your soup. This is a very quick meal, so if ever you have company coming in on the fly, this is always something that you can make if you're in a pinch. There's no cooking required. The juice of one lemon. The juice of two limes. If you would like to add more, you absolutely can. Good. I have three garlic cloves. 
I don't recommend using a lot of garlic because it's not going to be cooked, so it's going to be very pungent. And then we have half a red onion. And again, I'm using red onion because it's much more mild in flavor than a white onion. I'm just going to give that a rough chop. I'm going to put in about half a cup of basil. This might be a little bit more. This has already been pre-washed. There's no need to chop it because it's going to be pureed. Throw everything into the blender. We have some pre-blanched peas. These were frozen peas, but if it were in the middle of summer, I'd recommend just picking these straight from your garden. So we have some blanched peas in salted water. Putting these into our blender. Two cups of peas. And then I'm going to use some vegetable broth. You can either use store-bought or homemade vegetable broth. That is four cups of vegetable broth. You want to heavily season this with salt and pepper. And voila, we're going to blend this up and then our meal is going to be complete. So our soup is all pureed. My friends at Start Organic are vegan, so um, I'm not going to be adding any heavy whipping cream to this, but if they were not vegan, believe me, I would be adding some heavy whipping cream. It would make it just a touch more decadent. You can always chill this in the refrigerator before you serve your guests. And our meal is complete, so let's go serve Start Organic. Hello, I'm Chef Ernie. From that crazy chef, stay tuned for more Foodie TV. Woo, baby! Hey, you guys. Got hey. you some lunch. Ooh, nice. Yeah, yeah. awesome. So you have a sweet pea and basil bisque with some wild mushroom saute. Mm. It's all vegan. I know how happy you are about mm. that. Oh, yeah. And then you have a panzanella salad with some uh, steamed asparagus, peas, cherry tomatoes, red onion, and a bright, beautiful vinaigrette. Nice. So I hope you guys like Thank it. You. Thank you so awesome. much for this beautiful awesome. garden. Thank I mean, you. I am like so impressed. You have no idea. Awesome. Totally cool. Oh, I hope you guys like it. And here's what I knew that you would love. These little plates right here, it's made by Leafware, and they are biodegradable so you can seriously stick those in the ground and nobody will ever find them All they're right. made out of leaves so that's super cool cool yeah, yeah this is really good oh thank really you like thank you thank you guys so much for joining us here at organicopia the total organic experience in my beautiful garden with start organic thank you guys for being here thank you for all of this hard work that you've done it is going to pay off this summer I'm really excited. I hope to see you guys next time. Have a great day.